0: my friends is andy and Hetty coming live from southern california you know how but.
1: come we don't start with hi this is Hetty and andy and this is the living fearless podcast
0: wow that's genius <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're, it's always on the fly folks <laughs> this is Hetty and andy on the living wow. fearless podcast from resurrectministry.com you can find all of our content on the website whether it's the devotional or it's uh, my show with Alejandro Bistrion, *Revenant Rising*. You could send us an email, and you could partner with us by clicking the donate button.
0: Wow, that was incredible!
1: Thank nice you. Nice job, Snooks. Thank you.
0: All right. <laughs> Reading from *Smith Wigglesworth Devotional*, and uh, it is July 1st. Can you believe it's July 1st already? It's incredible <sighs> this year. The days do seem to be a little bit shorter. They do, even that- though they're
1: supposed to be longer now because it's summer.
0: Didn't feel like it, when you get older, they go really fast. Yes. All right. Uh, July 1st. And it's a good thing we're united with the spirit, but the title of this is unity of the spirit. The reference is Ephesians 4, 3, which says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace.
1: Hmm. Profound.
0: The scripture reading is Psalm 133. Smith says, "You are bound forever out of loyalty to God to see that no division comes into the church body, to see that nothing comes into the assembly, as it came into David's flock to tear and and rend the yeah, body, destroy." Oh, interesting. Old English word. I'm so happy you went to USC.
1: <laughs>
0: you UCLA, UCLA undergrad. Oh, I, I like USC better than UCLA. That's why I never mentioned it. <laughs> you have to be. You have to be careful. If a person comes along with a prophecy and you find that it is tearing down and bringing trouble, denounce it accordingly. Judge it by the word. You will find that all true prophecy will be perfectly full of hopefulness. It will have compassion. It will have comfort. It will have edification. So if anything comes into the church that you know is hurting the flock and disturbing the assembly, you must see to it that you begin to pray so that this thing is put to death. Wow. Wow. Not just pushed going, out. The door. Well, yeah,
1: we're going in a whole new direction with Smith today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bring unity in the bonds of perfection so that the church of God will receive edification. Then the church will begin to be built upon the faith and the es- uh, and the establishing of truth and believers will be one. There is one body. Recognize the fact, that fact. When schism comes into the body, believers always act as though they were more than one body. Do not forget that God means for us to be very faithful to the church so that we do not allow anything to come into the church to break up the body. You cannot find anything in the body in its relation to Christ that has schism in it. You're gonna have to tell me what that is too. Christ's life in the body There is no schism in that. When Christ's life comes into the church, there will be no discord. There will be a perfect blending of heart and hand, and it will be lovely. Endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Your thought for today, when we think that the church is poor and needy, we forget that the spirit of intercession can unlock every safe in the world. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That is huge.
1: This is a we've. This is a completely new concept so far. Right. Uh, breaking unity in the church, and I've never heard it described that way. I, uh, we know that some churches, new churches, grow out of churches that split, and I think you know creating new churches shouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Hmm. But yeah, I've just never heard it said this way. Of course, you don't want any, and and prophecy always being full of hopefulness. I guess that's a matter of perspective, right? Because if a lot of prophecy is about persecution and suffering and Christ coming and the bowls being poured out and people dying and famine and pestilence and disease and war. uh, I don't see how that's full of hopefulness unless you're excited about meeting Jesus, which we all should be, but it still would be filled, I think, in the flesh, at least with uh fear or trepidation i don't know the whole thing is kind of i I don't know people what do you say
0: (laughs) yeah make sure and comment let us know what it is you think Uh, we but we do see a lot of this happening now i mean the pandemic really revealed um the ability for the devil to cause schism schism in a bunch of churches yeah uh, but was that necessarily
1: a bad thing in some of them no right <laughs> <laughs> right i mean how many of you experienced that schism that was actually a good thing
0: right well if there was a, not a schism in the church that i was attending that i i never would have found calvary chapel exactly Hills, you and so many other people a biblical teacher uh a a wife <laughs> most important A new life wow but we, he's calling, I, I, but Smith is saying that if we see that happening, we're to stop it. Right? That's so how dramatic. Do we stop, how do we stop something so dramatic as what we saw would happening in churches now? I mean, it's it quite often is happening from the top. Right. From the the pastor, the, the head pastor. and the-, the little peons don't get a chance to stop it.
1: <laughs> Smith lived in a different age when people actually stood up and spoke in the church.
0: Yeah, wow. What do you think i mean what what are your
1: it's 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 leaving me a little unsettled yeah i understand like i said i understand the theory that if a person comes on the prophecy and you find it tearing down and bringing trouble denounce it but tearing down it it must be perfectly full of hopefulness like i said that's not always the case Hmm. and we have so many false churches nowadays, and the Lord said there would be, and people preaching a false gospel with a, with false teachers, and they could be built around a church. But maybe he's speaking about the pure church, the real church, the Holy Spirit-filled church.
0: And also, could he not also be talking about, you know, the, the home?
1: The is, is church, first, the first ministry, but it's not necessarily the uh,
0: church. No. About the men of the church, if we are in a Bible study that's related to the church,
1: I mean, he uses that
0: macro or micro, which micro. One is micro, yeah,
1: but he uses the word church,
0: yeah. But the church I mean, is- I just spoke on, I had another show, I'm not sure if you know this, but I have another show,
1: I know that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it,
0: and part Was of the, cop the show. No, it was on the school district, placentia well, Unified oh, School District, okay. where I'm uh, addressing this gender and what's your pronoun thing that coaches were doing and teachers have been doing and libraries. Yes, asking.
1: Oh yeah, they, yeah. yeah, it's happening yeah. a lot. I yeah. didn't realize coaches.
0: Yeah, um, that that's that's something that you know that we as parents, if we are going to continue to have our children go to these public schools, we have to quickly get involved because. We know now that we were too slow to get involved. This should have been happening decades ago, not a year ago. Now we we we're doing. vastly unnumbered. <laughs> yeah, now it's like so crazy. But I mean, that's a lesson that i only re- reason I bring that up is because that's a lesson that that's decades and decades of this schism happening in the public schools that we're a day late and a dollar short. And we are now trying to fix it from. And again, maybe like a
1: therapist, of- it may be law. And maybe state California yeah. law to affirm gender. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Even I, I, for, even
0: for teachers. Yes. Oh. In a, in a sense, it, it, it's hard. I mean, the the stuff that I had, they, they gave me the the bills and the laws and that kind of oh, stuff. you send
1: that to me? I yeah. didn't see
0: it. Okay. Um, but it's just back to the point is that, you know, we can wait too long. We can wait too long yeah, until there. Now, once it's...
1: there's law that we wait, wait too long. <laughs> Cause that makes we have to overturn <laughs> the law. Cause we're asking them to behave illegally.
0: Right. So now my next point, now that I just thought of this, bringing this up is that I brought up the, the issue with law enforcement. We, it's a, it's a quasi military organization where we have ranks and you have, if you're given an order from a higher up that you have to follow that order. Yep. Unless it's unlawful. Unless it's unlawful. And we can, we, we, you know, the Supreme Court is showing us that, hey, you know what, what they're saying is not quite really based on our Constitution how is not allowable. Many
1: people sued before that happened.
0: Right. But I mean, it's, somebody has to take a stand. And at some point you have to say, OK, listen, we've we let you have this little thing thinking it wouldn't affect us. But now you've taken it way too far, like abortion, abortion. Well, you know, after, you know, after 13 weeks, you can't have an abortion. And, you know, okay, we'll let you have that. So we gave them that and they go, okay, now after six months, now after nine months, right? Now after the, the, the baby's been born for the dog, I said, the, you know, the baby's been born for 29 days, right? They just keep going. Now, wait, you, wait. now, now you give us no choice. Like, right. listen, we, we gave you a chance. So these things can happen The church. Hey, we let you speak on this subject matter, which is clearly not biblical. And we let you get away with it. But that's kind of how this happens, right? It begins to, to grow and becomes a cancer. Yes, that is much harder to stop unless we address it right away. Yes, and say you know what, Pastor, maybe an email or hey, you mind you want to meet me at Panera Bread? I want to you a, a talk about last week's message? And we could still we have a pretty big church that we go to on Saturdays that you know we still see him around town and uh, <laughs> <A have>, cost him <laughs> in the gym and just say you know what your message the other day, I but it seems so out of
1: so inappropriate so difficult. Yeah, well, because also you wonder. If it doesn't affect change, what's the point?
0: Mm. Jan French says the church I grew up in recently split.
1: Oh wow. And well, and how do you what do you think of the split? If you're familiar with it, do you think it may be a good thing um, for the church that moved on, I guess, or the mm. church stayed Either one or both. Was it good? Was it good?
0: Yeah. Peggy says hi. Hi. Peggy also says.
1: Thankful for the overturn. Yes, yes. Awesome. amen.
0: And then Spirit Wind View is back on again. Hi there. Who you met at the
1: and Peggy podcast. and Spirit? What do you think of church splits?
0: Yeah, I, it's
1: it's
0: an. Interesting but I do point. think now that we've kind of vetted that out, I, I like how we kind of talked through that. Maybe I talked through it, but how we talked through it is that there was a point where there was a message. Remember, the, there was a message that really I kind of frustrated us. <laughs> And we actually talked about, hey, maybe we should say something. Yes. Maybe we should say something the next time it happens. I, I think that it, it has a- if it
1: happens again, I will. <laughs> I bit my tongue once because I was a newbie. But I don't think I I could not say something again. What
0: what if like if Jack talked about squirrels again endlessly? Would no. you would you talk to him about it?
1: <laughs> no, that's style. Okay. That's not false doctrine. So you have to know the
0: difference between you know, style, as long as he's not going off biblical teaching. Right. He's just went too far with a personal story. I mean, I don't know. I, I like the stories. Yeah, the that's squirrels. what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's
1: subjective. That's mm. that's a person's preference.
0: Well, Peggy says they're sad. Which uh, I agree. I know that the Yorl and Friends Church went through a breakup, and it, it killed it for a good period of time. It took a long time for it to recover.
1: But both churches are thriving now. Different styles. No, one
0: church is thriving.
1: <laughs> Different styles. Well, and I mean that. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say talk about that on the Danielle air. says. I've read where Christians are upset that others are celebrating the overturning of Roe v. Wade as it's unbiblical and turning people away from the church. I read where Christians are upset that others are celebrating. That celebrating is unbiblical. Oh, yeah. It's really there's some nutty stuff happening.
0: They're they're celebrating. The churches are Christians are upset that Christians are celebrating the overturning. Yeah. Um, that's un- unbiblical to be celebrating that it got overturned. This is what I think is that it, it's showing Christians in a bad light. Right. That they're celebrating the difficulty people that are for abortions are having with it.
1: But if Christians are making that commentary against other Christians, mm-hmm. that's a bit nutty.
0: Yeah. I was just listening to this, uh, father, father, I forgot his name already. (laughs) Father Robert, who was, was talking about, it was so interesting listening to a Catholic talking the way that he was about him and he was very stuck talking very strongly, but then again, he's following a Pope who, who setting principles principles that are quite clearly not biblical
1: Exactly. It just
0: uh, this uh, is a very breaking ranks. This very difficult time. That if you're talking about a schism, I mean, the Catholic Church is just going through one at the top. Tons of schisms. <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh, that I like what schism. Spirit
1: uh, says. Oftentimes, a situation which arises to cause a church to split, it's simply bringing out the true spiritual co- colors of a person. Yes, exactly. And the sheep have to go one way, and the goats have got to go another. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely, that's that what I'm really saying. Good. Is I feel like a lot of the splits that I've heard of are exactly that.
0: Want to see what God has to say about this? Sure. Uh, the reference uh, for today. Oh, hold on. And I'm me... curious. Sorry, I, a... I didn't put it in the. Uh, oh, okay. Banner.
1: And it's interesting because I, I I'm curious how this is going to apply, folks. So let's see.
0: Yeah, let's see what God has to say. Psalm 133
1: behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like precious oil on the head, running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. So I want to give an example, because as I'm reading that, I'm thinking of the example that I learned in the study of Ezekiel that I did, where In uh, the last temple um, uh, during the millennial kingdom that comes uh, with Christ, uh, Ezekiel prophesies that it's the sons of Zadok, a particular branch of the sons of Levi that will only have permission to provide the sacrifices uh, in that new temple because the sons of Levi were all supposed, the descendants of Levi, were all supposed to be the royal priesthood uh, for, the, for, the, for the Jews, but they lost it because they were disobedient and they weren't supporting uh, God's teaching. What they were doing is they were supporting idol worship. Mm. And so God got furious and basically said, the only people left that I will allow from the branch of Levi is the sons of Zadok. So which that is the descendants of Zadok. So those sons of Zadok at the time, he broke ranks. And so even in the Old Testament, there are examples of, I mean, Elijah. I mean, there's a, all throughout the New Testament, there's, an ex- there's examples of prophets who broke ranks with um, the kings and rulers of Judah and Jerusalem who were steeped in idol worship and idolatry and debauchery. And there's horrible things, uh, you know, giving their children to Moloch, you know, and child mm-hmm. sacrifice and all kinds of horrible decadent having intercourse inside the temples, just abominable things. And the prophets would preach against it. And some people would turn against it to try to bring the temple back, the people back to God's ways. Uh, and so there's, I mean, Jesus is the greatest example of breaking ranks, but I guess what he's saying in this is that the church, and we know that the Lord, um, prescribes unity so here's a reconciliation okay. the lord prescribes mm-hmm. unity and he wanted us to be as one body but maybe the parts that get amputated or not grafted are the parts that aren't really part of the body they're not the real church hmm. as spirit fear and they need to be amputated. exactly a spirit view says, some of the sheeps and some of the goats, some of the wheat, some of the tares, uh, there's a sifting process that could happen naturally in the church. Wow.
0: You're on fire today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) just got that for the fly. fly. I know there are times when people have to move on, but there's a lot of things that happen when pride gets in the way a lot of times. See, that's another issue, is that people just get uh greedy and want their own church and that's why they break. So true. The Lord calls for unity. Exactly. But you can't have unity in error. Mm. So uh and the Lord definitely prescribes breaking away from false teachers and not listening to those who preach to itching ears. Right. So there's the balance. I believe it will be better for those who left. (laughs) Uh, The church that split.
0: Ah okay yeah yep for sure i um was thinking about the other day when we were at um buds it, it's uh it's so funny uh Calvary Chapauna Hills with Pastor Jack uh, Hibbs has a men's um group group <laughs> that they've given the name Buds. But Jack doesn't remember what Bud stands for, ah. but he continues to call it Buds. <laughs> and Buds is the, uh, And
1: nobody the, in the church knows? Not in Italy, I don't know. know. He
0: goes, I forget what it means. Uh, but it's, uh, in reference to also a seal training when it, when a seal goes right. through seal training in the Navy, yeah. it's called Buds, ah. uh, but underwater demolition scuba or something. Um, so, um, the reason I was bringing it up is that although Jack told us not to share anything that was discussed in the, in this particular day of, of where he said, men after church, we're going to have this thing where uh, we're, uh, we're going to have buds and we want a bunch of men to come and it's only for men. And almost 3000 men showed up yeah. uh, out of the church. It was spectacular. And we had some great discussions. Jack did a great time. Uh, did a great job leading uh, us after three um, services and, you know, he was tired, but brought it. It was, it was so good. So um, that, I think, is an incredibly important thing that Jack is doing right now. He says this is not a Bible study. This is not a men's group. This is something that this church needs. We need men to stand up and lead this church as ah. men as men.
1: So it's leadership training.
0: It's like leadership. It's, it he goes, I don't want, I don't want a men's group. I don't want a Bible study because those things always fail. They never last and nothing really ever becomes of them in many churches yes. because this is, ha- this is different. And this book, uh, deci- the site, uh, the, disciplines of a godly man is, is one of the books that, uh, you know, that is, was recommended last month that you, um, ordered for me, which is, it is fantastic. Um, but he brought it up again and said, you know, everybody needs to buy that book and had it available to us as we, as we left. And of course I bought four more to hand out to men. And this, this, this is important though, but we need men to be men again. This is a huge problem. This is a very big problem in families where men aren't being fathers to their children, both boys and girls, but in particular boys, I think too, uh, is an issue. They're not leading their families. They're not leading their churches. They're not leading their organizations of which they are either owners or management in biblical manly disciplines that God wants us to live. Amen. And so I think that this is another thing that's so going to be so important moving forward is that churches really get involved with the men at the church so that it's not all about women. And it's not that women are bad. It's no. just, it's just women are seem to be the majority of, of what a church is. Yes. Uh, uh, and it's just not enough men truly be involved in the church and the growth of the church. I think it's so important. When we think of elders too, we think of elders mostly being men. And so those elders need, need to step up and really look at what is it that God's calling us to do in regard to leading a church. Yes. Does he want us to get into this transgender thing? Does he want us <laughs> to get into this these things that are seeping in to these churches and, and, and completely destroying them? No.
1: Well, it's just, uh, so Spirit says, amen, the tares of the church must be taken out of the church. Yes, exactly. Peggy agrees. Yes, you can't have unity in error. And uh, Spirit says, compromise is not of God. And Peggy says, you have to ha- have a church where you can be fed the word. Exactly. And I actually had an experience where I had to leave a church. And we, uh, we had a strong disagreement with the leadership of the church over doctrine. It was basically over the whole social justice platform, and I I strongly believe that I was standing on biblical principles of how God sees us all as a single race, and that we are all one in the eyes of God, separated only by those who believe and those who don't. Uh, And I was scolded, and I was basically asked to step down by the leadership as a result of my opinions. But I wasn't, I wasn't going to compromise the principle of that. Yeah, I, I cannot. That's why
0: I love you. Thank you. And then a spirit one wants to clarify. So
1: yes, moral, biblical issues, compromise of moral, and biblical. Exactly. And that's, uh, that came up in our life group again, uh, of the other day where they were talking about how they achieve consensus is when one of the members of the leadership team brings an issue, they will basically use, what they described as like a Puritan method where they will sit on an issue and not do anything until there is consensus. And that kind of struck me. And I was like, are you, you know, what if one person's, and they, they said, first, they make sure it's founded on God's word, that they all have to be in agreement that it is a biblical concept. And then once they move to that there, they have historically had great success in coming to, a consensus. And I think that's what Smith's talking about is godly spirit filled men and women get together are confronted with an issue and will work it out until it's resolved. But what's the most important thing? The issue be biblical, and everybody's spirit filled. Because <laughs> if not, then you got a bunch of people that are just throwing stones from the outside, or they're false teachers or all other kinds of there's a jezebel spirit that's extremely divisive also um pride other kinds of moral failures that aren't as obvious as people think that could tear apart a church and that's
0: not appropriate so hey good morning kate
1: it's morning for kate yeah because we're on early today right
0: in australia and yes stand on the word peggy says so important Um, Tonight, we're going to uh, Mariama's house, uh, which is the home church that we go to in Costa Mesa. Yes. And um, I think it's going to be a special night.
1: I hope so, because we're going to be hosting our own uh, worship night here at the house. And anyone who's local to Orange County, Southern California is most welcome. Just uh, private message Andy or me on Facebook or Instagram, whatever we're connected by and let us know we'll send you the address but they're going to anoint and bless us uh, for success and ask for god's blessings and favor over us to be able to start that and that's pretty exciting
0: it is it is <laughs> i laugh because my nature is not necessarily be touched
1: yeah you're gonna um, be lots of touching for handy yeah. tonight <laughs> lots of touching
0: it's going to be good, folks. I love being, my love language, it's so strange, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? My love language is touch from my wife. Uh, I love being And the touched. kids. And the kids. I love hugs and hanging out with them and, you know, playing well, with them maybe, playing tackle.
1: Maybe you got to get but, used uh, to
0: brotherly love. Oh, so. Um, it's so i gotta get more comfortable with it, it yes is, it is so hard i tense up like a, because it's really a funny because it,
1: and everywhere he goes men are touching him in religious settings <laughs> as we described once before some man came and sat between his legs and, and <laughs> he thought andy was gonna lose his mind i was just sitting there laughing inside thinking to myself you couldn't have done something more appropriate for andy to like break oh. down his uh, inhibitions. The Lord says, greet each other with a godly kiss.
0: What? Yes. You're crazy.
1: Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> ladies, back me up that that is Scripture. I never know the citations, wow. but I remember the Scripture.
0: I think about uh, Jesus washing the feet of the disciples and I, I, you know, I would have had to been okay with Jesus washing my feet, but I'm telling you, anybody else? I would have been, you know, it's okay. My, my feet are okay. I don't need... <laughs> See? I don't need you touching my feet.
1: You gotta, you gotta get used to that <sighs> brotherly love.
0: How amazing would that be to have Jesus washing you, washing your feet? Oh, it's so spectacular! Amazing. Yes, but I, I even, I would have had like, I would have had, and that, the
1: symbolism of the anointing of yeah. washing the feet too, I think, is
0: extraordinary. Okay, we're gonna do this tonight. We yes, <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna report
1: back tomorrow of Andy's experience getting <laughs> hugged and anointed.
0: You know, I don't mind hugging men like a you know with your yeah. fist like, <laughs> rah, 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 and like belly bump. <laughs> that you know that seems okay. I can do no, that. This is than that. But it's the it's the handsiness, handsiness. It, uh, and hands on my head. I have like this guy put his hands on my head yeah. and like and left, his it, and left it there. And I'm thinking how sweaty his hand is and ah. it's on my forehead. And then he just touches somebody else's forehead. Perfect. See, I, these things get in my head. I'm not. I got it. It, blo- it blocks my. My thought of being, you know, spirit filled. I love it. I need it. <laughs> Why? Okay, I'm going to loosen up.
1: Yeah, I, I want to see if Peggy yeah. found us the scripture for it. Oh, two Corinthians.
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry. You can't taste like that. Yeah, she's yeah. That up. are you excited? Yeah, I'm so
1: excited. Let's see. Greet one another with a holy kiss.
0: See? She found it. it, it, Can it be like one of those air kisses where they go? No.
1: No. No,
0: I don't want that. Why'd you have to find that, Peggy? (laughs) She's just
1: backing (laughs) me up.
0: (laughs) Don't need to know that. Let's let's get rid of that. All right. I'm gonna loosen up a little bit. I'm gonna be here and relaxed. But
1: yes, please keep Andy in your prayers. Man,
0: I got surrounded the last time we were there. Oh, they're gonna they, do it to you they again. Were my, like it, they were on my face. Oils on my like the like the scripture today. The oil was dripping down. They were down, anointing was with dripping oil. down into my chin. Into the, my beard. Into your beards. Oh, look at that. <laughs> An anointing. All right. Uh let's 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 do this. Oops, sorry. I didn't mean to click on that like that. Uh, anything oh the edify app we shouldn't tell people that they're uh, possibly new
1: yes we would love for you to subscribe to edifi.app edify.app it is the christian post podcast network that we are members of and it would bless us if you would subscribe doesn't cost anything very super easy you can even do it from a web browser to subscribe
0: and uh, although not as exciting there are other podcasters on there that you may want to subscribe to yes Oh, oh, here we go. Romans sixteen sixteen. What's that one?
1: I don't know. Do we have to look that. I
0: think we should look that up. Okay. Yeah, now that we have it, you can take that Oh, another one.
1: Oh, oh that's fascinating. fascinating. It's two Corinthians 13 Well, it's been repeated in two books, so that means that is significant to the Lord. Thanks
0: a lot, you guys.
1: finally brothers rejoice aim for perfect harmony encourage one another be of one mind live in peace and the god of love and peace will be with you greet one another with a holy kiss
0: all right thanks a lot i ain't kissing nobody (laughs) i'll kiss you it's a side kiss like the french all right sure i'll let you do that
1: thank you all for joining us we're gonna keep it brief tonight because we're off to the church you already said it.
0: Yeah, I didn't say where we're going.
1: Yes, you did. You said we're going to Mario. I know. I said church. we're going,
0: but I didn't say we're being brief.
1: Uh, oh. <laughs> well, it's already over. All right. Have a wonderful <laughs> rest of your Friday, and we'll see you all tomorrow.
0: Love you guys. God bless. God bless. Take care.